Hello, friends. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, this is my name is Benny Momo uh, from Overcomers Christian Fellowship, and I want to thank you for joining us uh, today. I have such an exciting word that I know is going to strengthen you, it's going to encourage you, and also build your faith. So, do me a favor if you know anybody whom you know this word can really help. I would love you to do two things for me, like and share with other people so that we can get the word out to help a lot more people. Now, before we get started, can we, i like us to pray to get our time started together. Dear Father, we thank you for this wonderful privilege. We thank you for this amazing opportunity to be able to connect with your people and to be able to share your word uh, with us and to build up our faith. Lord, I pray that you will bless our time together and make this time very fruitful and productive for us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Today, I want to really build your faith up. I want to show you how you can develop faith for extraordinary results, especially this very year. You want to see greater results. You want to make greater impact. Your faith is necessary in order for you to be able to uh, operate at this dimension. Now, I'm going to begin by reading a scripture with you from the book of uh, Matthew chapter 17 from verse number 14 through 20 in the New Living Translation. No, the New King James Version rather. It says, And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I Shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, <coughs> Excuse me, Lord, why could, could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief. For assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Verse number 21. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. So, Jesus had just come back from the mountain of transfiguration, and when he came back down, there was a commotion going on. And a man came and knelt down before Jesus and said, Jesus, please help me. Uh, that, that his son was tormented by a demon. 
epilepsy. I mean, he throws him into the fire and into the fire, into the water. And the man brought his son to the disciples because he knew that they had been with Jesus, that they hanged with Jesus. And so he concluded that they would be able to operate at the same level that Jesus was operating. That if Jesus could cure diseases and he bring healings to people, that, this, that the disciples by association could also do the same thing. But when they brought the child to the disciples, they could not do anything. They could not help the little boy and his father. And so the man came to Jesus and Jesus took the little boy, rebuked the demon, and the demon left the boy. He was made whole and he was restored. And the disciples were witnessing everything that was happening. And at the end of the whole session, after the boy was now cured, he's now gone back with his father. They came to Jesus privately. It was really bothering them. Lord, how come we couldn't do what you just did? How come we couldn't speak to the demon to come out of the boy? What happened? Where did we go wrong? Where did we miss it? Jesus said to them, he now tells them why. Why they couldn't do what he just did. He said to them in verse number 20, he said, because of your unbelief. For assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Jesus said to the disciples that the reason why they could not cast out the demons or they did not succeed in helping this boy was because of unbelief, that they didn't have the faith capacity to be able to deal with the situation, that uh, 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 that certain problems will require a greater dimension or level of faith, that the faith they were operating was not sufficient to be able to deal with the prevailing situation. That unbelief was the reason why. That they were not in a faith position. They were not in a position where they could do that. That unbelief was the reason why. Well, this very year, if you and I, in 2021, are going to experience you know, breakthroughs and extraordinary result, if we're going to see God move in, in our situation, in the affairs of our family, uh, if, we, or if we want to see results in any area of our lives, whether it's in the area of your health, uh, be it in the area of your family, career, job, church, whatever area of your life where you desire a change, faith is so necessary in order for you to see uh, changes or transformation, or it could be the life of your son or your daughter, and you desire a change or a transformation, or your spouse. You desire to see a change in their lives. 
But that's going to require uh, faith. Faith is expressing confidence in God's word. Faith is taking God at his word. Faith is relying on God, depending on God. Or shall I put it this way? Reclining on God. Hallelujah. That's what faith is. It is total dependency on God. It is taking God at his word. It is conducting your life in such a way or with the knowledge that God's already got your back and that God has already made provisions for your life. That's what faith is. So Jesus said that unbelief was the root cause of their not being able to get results in their lives. And if you look at your life, if you look at my life and all of our lives, what is limiting us, what is holding us back is our inability to believe what God's word says already. The Bible tells us in the book of Hebrews chapter 4, verse number 1 and 2, that, this, that the word that was preached to us was the same word preached to the children of Israel. But you see that the word did not profit them. The word did not benefit them. The word did not produce for them. Uh, why? Because they did not mix God's word with faith. So whenever you hear the word of God, you have to uh, uh, take steps to to, to add faith to the word of God. Because when you hear God's word, if you don't believe that God's word, then God's word will not produce the result that God intends it to produce in your life. So if you want to see extraordinary results this year in your family, in your, in your finances, career, business, your job, or in any area of your life, Faith is such a critical, uh, a necessary component or ingredient in your life if you and I are going to experience extraordinary result in 2021. If you want to see the move of God in any area of your life, you must build your faith capacity. You must expand your capacity to believe the word of God. Now, faith is like, the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 12, verse number three, that faith has been, the measure of faith has been given to everyone. When you got born again, when you gave your heart to Jesus Christ, the day you made a commitment to Jesus Christ, the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 12, verse three, that the same measure of faith was given to everybody. The measure of faith that was given when you confess Jesus as your Lord, there was a measure of faith that was given to you or, 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 or whoever, all of us on the same day. If a thousand of us committed our lives to Jesus Christ on the same day, then all, every one of us are giving the same measure of faith. However, now, after, after a while, you're going to discover that even though there were, I'm giving you an example, even though there's a, a five of you that give your life to Jesus Christ on the same day and we were all given the same measure of faith, but a week later, a month later, a year later, we are all not going to be at the same level of faith. Why? Because that measure has to be fed. 
faith like a garden has to be nourished, has to be tended to, has to be fed. In other words, even though you were given a measure of faith, that measure needs to be fed with the word of God. That way, your faith can be built up. If you don't feed your faith, if you don't uh, spend time in God's word, then your faith is not going to grow. And if your faith doesn't grow, then your faith cannot produce result. Now, here is what we do uh, uh, during fasting. So Jesus says something, and, and a lot of people, uh, 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 Jesus says something in Matthew chapter 17, verse 21. He said, this kind will not go except by fasting and by prayer. This kind, if you want this kind of result, if you want this kind of result, this kind of result or this particular type of situation will not change except when we are by fasting and by prayer. Now, what was Jesus saying? Was Jesus saying that for you to get result that you have to fast? Is that what he's saying? No, that's not what he's saying. Uh, is he saying that uh, fasting is what will, will produce the result? No, fasting by itself alone cannot produce uh, such supernatural result. You know, it is faith that produces result, but there's a link between fasting and, and faith. There is a link, there is a connection. One enhances the other. One strengthens the other. So Jesus said, if you want this level of result, if you want to see extraordinary things, if you want to see unusual result, Jesus said, that level of result will not come except when you are fasting and when you are praying. So what is he saying? He's saying that when you are fasting and you are praying, then your faith will, will, the capacity, your faith capacity will enlarge, will expand. Because faith is what God needs. Glory to God. And, and when you are fasting and praying and then seeking the face of God, that enhances your faith, that releases your faith, that frees and activates your faith. So fasting it's like a fertilizer. It's like an activator. What it does is that it frees your faith. And, be, and now that your faith has been released, has been freed, now you are going to begin to see results. You're going to see things happening. Why? Because you are now at a place where your faith is released, which is the ingredients that God needs in order to so for you to be able to get the result you want to see in your life. Praise God. So, but let's get it clear right now. Fasting doesn't change God. It doesn't change God. Fasting changes me. Fasting changes you. Anytime you are fasting, I want to let you know, it's a wonderful thing. We are fasting right now. Fasting doesn't change who God is. Now, whatever God was, before you started your fasting, God is still that. God is good before you started fasting. He is good after your fasting. Whatever God, the Bible says in Malachi chapter 1, I am the Lord and I changeth not. Fasting doesn't move God. 
Fasting doesn't change God. Fasting changes me and fasting moves me in alignment with what God has already done through Jesus Christ. Fasting repositions me. Fasting changes me or moves me in position where my faith now can begin to produce results. Well, because now my faith is being fed. My faith is being strengthened. So what does fasting do? It doesn't change God. It changes you. It doesn't move God. It moves you into position where now you can now line up with what God has already accomplished on the cross of Calvary through the person of Jesus Christ for you and I. Please help me, my friends. If this is message is blessing you, please help me post your comment at the bottom. Let me know how this word is helping you and strengthening you. And they help me like and share and tag your friends. Praise God. So fasting doesn't change God. People have a mistaken uh, a conviction that when I fast, God is going to change. No, God is not going to change. It is not God that needs to change. It is me who needs to change. It is me who needs to come into spiritual alignment with God so that the things he has already done, I will be able to have access to those very things that he has already made available for me. So fasting changes you. Fasting repositions you. Fasting realigns you. That's what it does. Here is another thing that, that, that fasting, why you are spending time with God. Here's why it is so critical. Why Jesus said, uh, this can will not go except by fasting. So what happens during fasting? And, and what is the correlation between fasting and faith? Now, that's what I want to talk to you about. There is a connection. There is a correlation between fasting and Faith. Here's what happened. During fasting, I'm denying myself food. I'm denying myself uh, the, the usual pleasure and entertainment. I'm free. I've freed myself up now. I've denied myself. I've said no to certain things that used to take me away from, that used to abuse him, busy me, make me so occupied. I'm so preoccupied with maybe television or, 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 or food or one thing or the other. But during fasting, now that I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not spending so much time on the social media. I'm not spending so much time watching television. Rather, I'm using that time. To to spend with God in his word. And as I'm spending time with God in prayer, as I'm spending time with God in his word, as I'm hearing the word of God, I'm listening to CDs, maybe I'm watching uh, 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 inspirational channels that is building up. As I'm hearing the word of God, something is happening. My faith is being fed. My faith is being strengthened. And faith is a product of the recreated human spirit. Here's another thing when you are now fasting. The flesh becomes silent. The flesh is silent. The flesh is subdued because our body rules us. Our body dominates us. But when we begin to fast, here are the things that happen. Our body, we're able to bring our body under subjection and our spirit man is now very receptive to what God is saying. When you begin to spend time in the word of God, the word of God comes alive. The word of God, I mean, your faith is energized. Your faith is unleashed when you begin to fast. 
And so now it becomes very easy to believe God for things that ordinarily will be very difficult for you to believe him for. For instance, if you've been sick in your body and 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 it and it's very difficult for you to believe him for your healing, but during fasting, because you have not denied your flesh, and because you are now feeding your spirit, your spirit man is alive, your spirit man is awake, your spirit man is excited, your spirit man has been unleashed and activated. And faith is a product of the recreated human spirit. See, you are a spirit. You have a soul. You live in a house called the body. When you begin to fast, your flesh, that's why the first three days of, of your fasting was very, very difficult. Your body was crying out. I got to eat right now. Give me food now. Your, our, our body is such a spoiled brat that wants food when it wants it, wants sleep when it wants it, but during fasting and you are able to go beyond the three days and you are making a statement to your flesh, have you noticed that the farther you go in the fasting, your body's voice is not as loud before. The first three days, your body was very loud. I want to eat now. Give me food now. I mean, it's like, I mean, I want it now. But the further you go in the fasting, you know, maybe this, the fourth day, the seventh day, during this fasting, many have told me, Pastor, I'm not rushing to eat anymore like I used to. I'm not, you know, I'm not in a rush. The first day, the first, the second day, the third day, oh, you couldn't wait for six o'clock to come so you could eat. But as, as time goes on, you discover that your body begins to line up. Your body begins to line up. You're, you are no longer, food doesn't rule you as much as before anymore. I mean, you are not waiting for six o'clock anymore. No, you're not. Your body has now been put in its rightful place. And guess who is now in charge of your body? Your spirit man, the real you. The born again part of you, the part of you that God inhabits, that God dwells in. And, and, and so that part of you, as you feed that part with God's word, as you feed that part with God's word, your faith is energized. Your faith is unleashed. Hallelujah. Your faith right now, you can believe God for anything. Things that were difficult for you to believe God before, maybe for your son, to trust God for your daughter. That you struggle to believe God to provide for you, to provide a job for you. Things that were difficult for you to believe before, they are no longer the case now because you are now operating in a different place. You are in a different dimension. And that's where you begin to get results like never before. I want to let you know that you're going to get better results this year than you did last, last year. You know, because why? Not because you are fasting, but because of your faith. So a lot of people read the Matthew chapter 17 from 14 to 20, uh, 21 rather, and they just conclude that Jesus was talking about fasting. But the emphasis was not fasting. The root cause of their problem was not fasting. It was their lack of faith. It was their unbelief that that, that made them not to be able to operate. So Jesus said that if they will fast, then the fasting will, will fertilize their faith, will, will, will release their spirit, man, and they'll be able to believe for anything. You know, today, in a moment, I'm going to pray for you. And when I pray for you, I am in faith expectation during this fasting. God is going to move in your life. He's going to touch you and bring healing to your body. Hallelujah. Now, let me share something with you. Now, fasting, you know, I thought people say, where well, I fasted, 
then uh, then 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 I got the money, or I fasted, then I got the house. But folks, fasting doesn't make healing available. No, you are not healed because you fasted. You are healed because during your fasting you are able to be repositioned and be realigned in your faith to be able to receive what God has already made available. That's what happened. It's easy to believe God in the times of fasting and prayer. It's easy to, to believe God for, for, for anything. Why? Because your spirit man is, is, is activated. Your spirit man is the one now in charge of your body. It's not your mind. It's not your body, but your spirit is now the dominant person right now. You know why? See, whoever you feed will be the most dominant person. See, you are a tripartite being. Tripartite means that you are three-dimensional. You are a spirit being. That's the first part of you. You have a soul. You possess a soul. Your will, your intellect, your imagination, that's part of your soul. That's that's your soul. Then you live in a house called the body. And if you let your body control you, if you let your mind, your soul control or reason control you, you cannot live in the in the arena of possibility where all things are possible. But when you begin to, whoever you feed the most will be the most dominant personality in your life. If you feed your body more, then that will be the dominant person. If you feed your mind more that, with information, that will be the most dominant person. But if you feed your spirit with God's word, then your spirit is going to take over as the superman that, that, that you are. And then when your spirit is released, Jesus said, this is how you are able to live in a place where nothing will be impossible for you. Now, I want to read that scripture to you again in verse number 20. So Jesus, the disciples, verse 19, the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we, could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, verse number 20, Because of your unbelief. For assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, glory to God. You will say to this mountain, move from here to here. Now, the mountain here is talking about whatever challenge you are facing. Well, a mountain is, can be a problem, something that has persisted, something that will not go, something that is a, a weight on you and a burden on you that, that makes you feel so bad. Anything, maybe sickness can be a mountain. Luck can be a mountain. Maybe your child not doing right. That anything that bothers you, that is a mountain. And Jesus said, if you have faith, you can say to the mountain, move from here. Or you can say to the sickness, move. Or you can say to the obstacle. You can say to the situation, move. And the Bible say, it will move. And I love, I love what it says. And it says, and nothing will be impossible for you. However, verse number 21, this kind does not go out except by fasting and prayer. So Jesus said, so the issue in Matthew 17 from 14 to 21 is not fasting per se, but it's about your faith. It's about your capacity to believe the word of God. In 2021, this very year, if you want to see mountains move 
I mean, uh, uh, career mountains, business mountains, limitations and resistance that, that hindered you and kept you from experiencing God's best last year or in the previous year, the, the, the key is, is, is your faith. That you take God's word, that you conduct and regulate your life on the basis of the word of God. So the way you feed your faith is by spending time with God. So when you are fasting and you spend time with God in prayer, and you spend time with God in his word. You open up the pages of the word of God and you begin to read it. And you also begin to hear the word of God. You listen to, to CDs or MP3s or, or however way you get the word on YouTube. You get the word and you're listening to it. You listen to our streaming live, uh, you know, and, and you're listening to the word of God. That builds your faith up. That enhances your faith up. And when you are full of the word of God, you are full of faith because uh, the word of God is the container for faith. No word, no faith. If you have no word, there is no faith. The, the faith that you're operating will be in proportion to the amount of the word of God that you have on the inside of you. So I want to encourage you, get full of the word of God. Get full of the word of God. If you're watching me and you don't go to a place where they build your faith, where they teach you the word of God, where you are growing and developing, I will encourage you to look for another church where they teach God's word. Because see, faith for your situation can only come as you are hearing the word of God in that very situation. Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says, So then, faith cometh, that's present continuous, Faith doesn't come by what you have heard. Faith comes by what you're hearing. He says, so then, faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. So if you stop hearing God's word, your faith will atrophy. Your faith will wither. Your faith will dry up. But the more you hear the word of God, the more your faith is built up. So faith for your marriage, if you want to see an uncommon marriage, a heaven upon earth marriage, where you and your spouse, you are walking together in unity, you and your children, if you want to see that this year, then you need to hear the word of God as far as that area is concerned. Faith for your finances. Faith comes by hearing the word of God in the area of finances. Faith for your healing. That means you've got to find scriptures that talks about healing, about your situation. And then you begin to meditate on it. And you begin to allow it to come out of your mouth because that faith has to be released. So Matthew 17 is not, Jesus is not talking about fasting. He's talking about faith. However, there is a correlation and a connection between fasting and your faith. Fasting enhances your faith. Fasting fertilizes, activates your faith. Glory to God. So fasting, in conclusion, what does it do? Fasting does not make healing available. Jesus Christ already made healing available on the cross of Calvary. Fasting doesn't make money available. Fasting only lines me up so my faith can produce the intended result. Fasting doesn't make anything available. Jesus Christ, his death, his burial, his resurrection, made everything you will ever need available. However, fasting 
repositions you, repositions your faith, realign you with what Jesus Christ has already made available. You know what? Jesus has made healing available for you already. I want to pray for you right now. He has made healing available for you. He has made provisions available for you. The salvation of your family members, your whole, your spouse, he has made that available for you. If you are watching me, you are a single parent and you are struggling and you are saying, well, I don't have a man or I don't have a woman in my life. You don't need that. You, you, I mean, it's good to have it, but if you don't have that, your life is not dependent on whether you are married or you are not married. It's based on the word of God, what God has spoken concerning your life. I want to pray for you so that you have one of the best years you have ever had. You want to see breakthrough? You want to see extraordinary result this year? You want to see uh, uh, your family being where you want, you want them to be? Uh, it will take faith for that to happen. I want to pray for you now. I'm going to pray, but I want you to release your faith. I want you to believe God with me that what I'm praying for you is happening right now. That's what faith is. That's what faith is. Faith is believing that this is happening to me now. Uh, so, so when I pray for you, whether the symptoms are there or not, it doesn't matter. You receive your healing. Glory to God. By faith, you receive all that Jesus Christ made available for you. As I pray right now, I want you to receive your healing. I want you to receive provision. Some of you need uh, houses. Some of you need automobiles. Some of you, you need whatever you need for ministry, for your family, whatever you, reach, you need to reach your city or your community. All that is available through the avenue of faith. Hallelujah. I want to pray right now. And as I pray, lift up your hands wherever you are and receive your healing. If you are sick, place your hands at the place where you are hurting at. If you are hurting all over, place your hands. If you have the coronavirus, place your hands there. And we speak to that mountain right now. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you now. Every mountain of sickness, every mountain of disease, Every mountain that exists currently in your life, I speak to that mountain to move from your life now, to move from your body right now in the name of Jesus. I release the healing power of God, the healing that Jesus made available on the cross. Receive it now. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke that pain. Just like Jesus rebuked the demon and the demon left the little boy. In the same way, I rebuke every demon that is responsible for your ailment, for the disease, for any attack on your life. I command that demon to come out now. In the name of Jesus, I lose your healing now. Receive it now. Receive your provision now because Jesus has already made it available. Receive your provision. Some of you need jobs. Receive it now. You, you need increase or promotion or you want, you desire to see your marriage change. Receive it now by faith. It is happening now. Lord, thank you for that home. Thank you for that marriage. You are transforming their marriage now. You are bringing salvation to that spouse, to that man, to that woman, to that son and to that daughter. Even that child that wandered away from home, we call them back home now to your family. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. That's right. Open up your mouth and thank God right now. Whatever you believe you receive, you exchange your petition with praise now. You thank the Lord now. Father, thank you for you. If you receive a job, say, Lord, thank you for my job. 
You receive the salvation of a loved one. You receive your spouse. You begin to thank God right now that it is so. In the name of Jesus, you've been healed. You receive it now. While the symptom is there, you begin to thank God that you are already healed. Father, we thank you. Lord, we praise you. We exalt you and we give you the glory. Thank you for the privilege of fellowshipping together around the table of your word. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right, I trust that this message has been a blessing in your life. I want to give you the provision. How do you receive? One of It's one thing to receive healing and other, but what about forgiveness? Have you received the forgiveness that Jesus offers? Today, Jesus died for you. Jesus paid a price for you so you can spend eternity with him. He suffered. He went through all kinds of things while he did it for you so, so that you will, you will live the rest of your life with him. I want to pray for you. Have you received the forgiveness that Jesus offers? Today, Jesus offers you love. He offers you forgiveness. I want you to receive it now. How do you receive it? By faith. You know, the way we receive from God is by faith. Whether it's salvation is by faith. Healing. Everything we receive, the way we transact business with God, the way we do business with God is through the currency of faith. That's what heaven recognizes. So I want to pray for you now. I want you to repeat after me. If you haven't, if you want a new beginning, you say, you know what? I want a fresh start. It's a new year. I want to have a fresh start with God. I want to turn over my life to God. Some of you watching me, you used to go to church when you were a little boy, but then things happened and you wandered away. I believe today is a good day for you to return back to God, for you to connect back to God. Of all the connections in life, the greatest connection is the God connection. There is no greater connection than being connected to the creator of the universe. Will you pray after me if your desire is to receive Christ's forgiveness, to embrace his love? Say after me, dear Jesus, today I ask you to forgive me all of my sins. I am lost without you. I need a new beginning. I need a fresh start. Change my life. Change me from inside out. Write my name in the book of life. I believed you died for me. And on the third day, God raised you from the grave. Thank you now for cleansing me and washing me with your own blood. In Jesus' name, amen. If you pray that prayer and you really meant it from your heart, you are now born again. You are a child of God. You know the next step you should take? Write me today. Let me know that you just decided to become a Christ follower so we can rally around you and help you grow. Thank you for tuning in to the message brought to you today by Overcomers Christian Fellowship. If this message has been a blessing to you, will you consider partnering with us? Your financial contribution will go towards furthering the gospel here in the United States and abroad. Overcomers Christian Fellowship greatly appreciates your contribution and pray that it is met a hundredfold. May God's countenance shine upon you and his hand steadily be upon your life. You can connect with our ministry by visiting www.ocfinternational.org.